expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's Easy News. Foreign Minister Joseph Wu warns that Taiwan is the focal point of a battle between democracy and authoritarianism. In a Foreign Correspondence Club of Japan video conference, Wu said Taiwan is on the front line of Chinese expansionism and is battling to not fall under the control of an authoritarian regime. He said China is using the pandemic to make countries, particularly in Southern and Central America, accept its political framework through vaccine diplomacy and the distribution of PPE. And he said China is using economic and military power to expand its influence in Southeast Asia. Wu said Taiwan is a reliable partner to help protect peace in the region and thanked Japan for its support of Taiwan's inclusion in the World Health Assembly. He also touted the strong partnership between Taiwan, Japan and the U.S. Meanwhile, the CECC is reminding businesses and companies to be prepared for cluster infections. Central Epidemic Command Center Deputy Director Chen Sun-yen is reminding businesses that cluster infections can easily stem from office environments. He says the CECC requires businesses to implement employee self-health management procedures and that any infected employees should immediately get a rapid screening test and proceed to self-isolate. In terms of rapid screening infrastructure, Chen says the CECC will continue to expand the testing framework and establish areas of responsibility and labor division procedures. He adds that city governments should focus on basic medical workforces and not separate essential medical professionals from primary hospitals. And Chen says all police station workers and officers will be able to apply for epidemic prevention allowances. The Ministry of Education announced 25 more students have tested positive for COVID-19 over the past 24 hours. This brings the total number of students who have contracted the disease between April 20th and the evening of June 3rd to 377. 367 have been domestic cases, while 10 are imported cases. Of the total, 139 are university and specialist education students, 60 are high school students, 53 middle school, 86 elementary, and 39 kindergarten students. Under the stimulus 4.0 budget plan passed yesterday, parents of disabled children or children of elementary school age or under are entitled to a 10,000 NT relief payment. University and specialist education students may apply for a stimulus payment if they can show they are facing economic difficulties. 
In international news, an Iranian news agency is reporting that a massive fire at an oil refinery near Tehran was extinguished after more than 20 hours. The fire broke out at the state-owned Tuguyen Petrochemical Company to the south of Tehran on Wednesday night, sending a huge plume of black smoke into the sky over the Iranian capital. The oil ministry's news agency says the fire broke out over a leak in two waste tanks at the facility. Authorities initially suggested the flames affected a liquefied petroleum gas pipeline at the refinery. Officials continue to investigate the blaze. And the Japanese government enacted a law giving fathers greater flexibility to take paternity leave immediately after their child is born. The move aims to encourage more men to help with childcare responsibilities as the country struggles with a steeply declining population. Phoebe Amoroso reports from Tokyo. The House of Representatives passed a bill to revise the law on childcare leave on Thursday. Fathers will now be able to take a total of four weeks off within eight weeks of a child's birth, with the flexibility to divide the period into two separate blocks. They will be guaranteed up to 80% of their salary during that time, and now only have to give their employers two weeks' notice as opposed to four. Paternity leave is uncommon in Japan. In fiscal 2019, less than seven and a half percent of men working in the private sector took childcare leave, compared to 83% of women. Japan is known as a super-aging society with the highest proportion of elderly citizens of any country in the world. Births fell to a record low in 2020. The government says it will aim to address the burden of childcare in a bid to encourage more women to have children. Phoebe Amoroso, Tokyo. And that was the ICRT news. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sand.